welcome to Shift Happens, Cultivating Calm Amidst Great Change. My name is Jenna Cotton, and I'm a psychotherapist here with my friend and colleague, Corey Graycheck, and I'm also a psychotherapist. We are psychotherapists that are in practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Shout out to Philly. Woo-hoo! And we are privileged to work with wonderful people in our practice. We noticed that there are some trends in the issues that come up and thought that other people might benefit from hearing about what we can what might be helpful in managing these trends. So we decided to do a podcast. We both practice and teach meditation, and it is one of the central tools that we use with our clients. So we incorporated meditation into our show. Originally, we were going to launch in, the, in January of 21, but we decided to do it now for obvious reasons. Yeah, and the way we set up our episodes is we start with a brief meditation, we address a topic, and then we finish up with another meditation. And we set up our episodes this way with mindfulness meditation and discussion because we've seen how cultivating a mindfulness meditation practice can help you accept, move through, and find shift within difficult situations. And clearly we are in a difficult situation right now, as we always say. (laughs) As we always say, and we still are. We still are, and we're probably going to be for a bit. For a while, yes. (laughs) Yeah, so now I'm going to lead the PRO meditation, which is the pause, relax, open meditation. This meditation uh, in its expanded form is an actual meditation. And then you can also take it what we call off the cushion, so to speak, and, and utilize it as a mindfulness practice throughout your day. This meditation is appropriate for beginners if this is the first time that you've ever meditated. And if this is the 20th year that you've been meditating, you probably already know that any chance to meditate is usually a wonderful chance to spend some compassionate time with yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this would be the time before we begin to grab your meditation cushion, get yourself situated if you're sitting on a couch or in a chair or if you're lying down. And if you're lying down, you might think about putting something beneath your, something like a rolled up towel or pillow or blanket beneath your neck, perhaps the same underneath your knees. And so at this point, we are moving into our meditation. And first we're beginning with our posture. So if you are sitting up, on a couch, on a cushion, in a chair. You're gonna be sitting up with your back as straight as feels comfortable, your shoulders open, your chin perhaps tucked a little bit if that feels comfortable. And we're relaxing as much as is possible into this upright position. And this upright position honors the meditation that we're about to do. If you're lying down, You're lying down without anything crossed, so no legs or arms crossed. Everything open and lying flat on the ground. So we're going to begin with the bells. Jenna, would you mind ringing us in? Corey, I actually don't have them because my phone's in the other room. (laughs) Okay. Um... (laughs) Corey, would you mind ringing us in? 
So first, we're noticing our breath, perhaps noticing the quality of our breath. Bringing your awareness, if it feels comfortable, to the place in your body where you're feeling your breath the most. Perhaps your breath is short or rapid. Perhaps your breath is deeper or lengthier. And understanding that there isn't any right way to breathe. If you are breathing, as John Kabat-Zinn says, there is more right with you than there is wrong. So as we're breathing, noticing that in some ways we're coming into stillness. Our intention is one of stillness. And that brings us to the first word in the PRO meditation, which is pause. As if we've just paused a song we were listening to, we are now pausing our lives this moment. Now our intention may be stillness, but you might notice that as we slow down and we take this pause, nothing in our bodies or our minds are very still. We're still having sounds in our environment, we're breathing, our bodies are moving in very small ways. Our minds, although we are still in our bodies, are moving as well. And some days our minds might be moving very fast and other days our minds might be moving slower, our thoughts might be moving through at a slower pace. And we're just here in this pause noticing there's no judgment, there's no right way for our thoughts to be. If you're thinking, you're breathing, and you're alive. There's no such thing as emptying out your mind except in a lovely invitation. But if you are aware of your mind, then you're aware of your thoughts. So in this pause, we have the intention of stillness with the understanding that many things in our experience are not still. In some ways, because of this intention of stillness, it allows us to notice the ways in which we're still moving. 
which brings us to our second word, relax. Or relaxing into this intention of stillness, relaxing into our pause. And perhaps we're noticing the sharp edges in our body, so to speak, and softening those anywhere we might feel a pulling or a tension, softening throughout our bodies. We hold a lot of stress and all, all of the areas of our bodies have the potential for holding stress. We often hold a lot of stress in our jaws, in our necks, in our shoulders, in our back, in our stomachs, even in our fingers. So just scanning yourself if you'd like in this moment. Don't have to if you don't want to. But just scanning yourself and noticing if there's anywhere that you can soften and relax into this moment. As we relax, it brings us to our last word, which is open. The relaxation in our physical body, perhaps even our mind, allows us to open to what is here in this moment. The reality of this moment. Not what we want it to be, not what it was yesterday, but what is actually happening in this moment. Opening through your shoulders, opening in your breath, opening to this moment, and opening to what is happening around us. And as we move towards the end of this meditation, understanding that we can take this pause, relax, open into our day and when we feel there's a stressful moment, or perhaps if we just want to practice it periodically through the day, setting the bell, pausing, relaxing into that intention of stillness, softening our bodies, and then opening to what is there in this moment for us. And at this point, as we're moving towards the end of this meditation, opening yourself to the sounds of the bells. Today's episode is pressure cooker. And the pressure cooker that we're talking about is 
the way that we are emotionally and psychologically affected by COVID, specifically in relationship to our relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think we've talked about everything is coming to a head right now. Um, and when we've explored or kind of talked about what creates the pressure cooker for us, there is a lot less space to cope with things, um, more time to focus on what's important for us. And we're all very emotional right now, <laughs> you know? Um, and I think that some of these things that we were talking about have been things that started before COVID even kind of was occurring. So things that were stressful in our romantic relationships, in our family relationships, maybe in our relationships related to work, or maybe experiencing, um, things from past traumas and maybe they're now starting to come to a head a bit more. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm hearing a lot of this from the people that I'm working with. And especially I've heard a lot of this, this particular week and the COVID creates this space, obviously that is like a pressure cooker, hence the name. Um, and that pressure cooker really, it puts us in a position where we actually have a lot less space to cope with other things because the pandemic and all the feelings we're having about the pandemic and then George Floyd's murder, like all the things that are occurring on a nationwide basis are taking up so much space mm-hmm. in the amount of space that we have to cope with our daily lives. Uh, and so I think that although that lack of space is really hard, Jenna, as I'm sure you've experienced, I've experienced personally, mm-hmm. um, can make us feel really, really emotional. Mm-hmm. Uh, that lack of space in some ways also serves us because when we only have a sliver of coping space, the other piece that tends to happen is like you were saying, Jenna, is that things come to a head. Mm -hmm. There's a kind of emotional reckoning, so to speak. And we might be dealing with things that we've ignored prior. We might be dealing with things that we haven't ignored prior, but now are just even more clear to us because we only have this very small space to cope with them. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, sometimes what happens is we actually gain more clarity on what we need Mm -hmm. around those pieces. Yeah, it really puts things into perspective, I think. Like you were mm-hmm. saying, when we only have like so much to give ourselves or even to give to other things that we have to, um, that, you know, just day to day, the things that are stressful really become apparent and we're like, you know what? I don't want to deal with this anymore. Or maybe I don't need yeah. to deal with this anymore. Yeah, yeah. And they're, and they're coming to a head. So things that people did or ways in which people acted prior to COVID might have been going on for years and years and years. Feelings we're having about the work that we're doing or our career or a family member or friendships. They, these things might have been going on for years. And it doesn't mean necessarily the end of a friendship or the end of a relationship with a family member. It doesn't even mean that you're going to change your course of work, your career, although it might. It might mean all of those things, but it doesn't have to. But I think what it does mean is that we're shifting. Mm -hmm. We're changing. 
And these particular aspects that are no longer working for us are really like we're reckoning with them and they're coming to a head because of the lack of space. I like to say it's like we're, we're a nation um, in the midst of PMS, <laughs> which uh, so many of us who have had PMS and experienced PMS um, wouldn't wish on anybody. Um, <laughs> but I think the interesting thing about PMS is that one way of looking at PMS is that it's a time during which our emotions are very heightened, which is, you know, why I use that analogy, because the nation's emotions are very heightened with good reason. Uh, but it's also a time where we pay attention to things that we might let go the rest of the month. And I, I think that's kind of how uh, COVID is working on us, is we are we are paying more attention to the aspects of relationships or the aspects of the areas of our lives or the aspects of previous experiences um, that we might have let go before or we might have worked on tentatively but not really brought to fruition yet. Yeah, or been suppressing for a while. <laughs> yeah, or been suppressing for a while and then they come up and bite us. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that a lot in, like with my clients with regard to like work. And I think I mentioned this before on other episodes, you know, people feeling like, oh, you know what? I didn't like what I was doing. I didn't feel appreciated. And it's time for me to move on. And people are making really brave decisions right now with their careers, I think, you know, whether that was being you know, laid off or, or something like that or let go and, and trying to figure it out and, and making these brave choices that way or intentionally doing it because you're there like, I don't have room for this in my life anymore. This was causing me mm-hmm. such misery and I was just going with the flow every single day and now I actually have time to pause and look at this and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Well, right. That's the other interesting thing is that we have a lot less emotional and coping space because all of the things we previously talked about are taking up so much space, but then we have more space because that space isn't really being taken up with all of the social things that we used to do. So now, so just like you said, Jenna, like to your point, we actually have a lot of space to process things. That's not, it's often really, really hard. Mm -hmm. It's really hard. I mean, you know, Jenna, you and I have talked about how <laughs> we both had meltdowns last week. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and how sometimes the meltdowns come, you know, come to a head and we see the landscape of a friendship or we see the landscape of uh, a relationship in our life. Um, and, and maybe we really see that landscape clearly for the, the first time. It's not that we haven't seen the landscape before or aspects of it, but maybe the whole thing comes into focus. And, you know, I'm certainly having that experience in my own life where because this is such a charged time and I have such little space, I'm, I'm really seeing one on one hand what I want that very little space to be taken up with, mm-hmm. to write how to be and use that. And then, also that, you know, I'm like reading the room, seeing the lay of the land. Okay, I'm just like throwing out metaphors and analogies. <laughs> but, um, I, you know, and, and the lay of the land um, in a major relationship in my life is not something I want anymore. It actually took this long to realize that. Mm-hmm. And I think it took the pressure cooker of COVID for me to come to a place where I had to say, okay, I'm going to be in a place of acceptance with this. 
that I'm, I'm, I'm going to change how I address this or don't address it. I'm going to start to let this go. And so I know for me personally, that was a huge, huge decision for me. Um, and I'm just hearing the same thing with so many of the people that I work with. Yeah. Yeah. And I know I explained my shower meltdown. (laughs) 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 I had a meltdown in the shower because I felt like things were coming to a head and, you know, in that moment, I was telling, you know, Corey, I'm just going to be with this. I'm just going to let it happen. I'm going to cry. I'm going to experience this. And I know it's not permanent. I'm going to let it go. And then I'm going to reassess and figure out how I can continue um, throughout this quarantine, throughout the state of the world right now in a way that serves me in a way that works for me and letting go of things that don't. Right. And I think that's the point of the pressure cooker is that the ultimate result uh, is a greater level of clarity about what works for us and what doesn't, whether that's an aspect of a relationship, an aspect of our career, mm-hmm. or um, it's the whole kit and caboodle. Oh boy, I'm like, just, <laughs> I'm just like messy with metaphors today. Or no, I love days. it. I love it. Um, or, it's the, or it's the whole thing. I'm releasing the way I do this entire relationship, or I'm releasing this relationship, or like you said, I'm changing this course of work. Um, and I think just like you said, Jenna, just being with our emotions and knowing it's okay to feel really freaking messy right now. This is not like an organized endeavor from the top to the bottom, man. This Mm -hmm. is not organized at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you, you feel like it coming on and you're like, I know that this feels like, um, excessive for the circumstances right now like that's okay if you're like hysterically crying and you feel like you don't even know why that's okay like it's probably a lot but I think just letting that out and then having that ability to like pause and reflect and be like what was going on there for me and like okay is there anything that's not serving me like can I make these changes for myself that I need to um release myself from things and create more space and freedom Yeah, and I think, you know, I'm hearing a lot about how people are wary and they're weary. And, like, I'm fond of of saying even my introverts are sick of this. So, you know, I think, again, those are all the aspects that add to this pressure cooker that help us to see more clearly um, what works for us and and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, I I do want to highlight that sometimes – the area that we're looking at is, is past trauma and past trauma. Um, you know, we are a nation that in many ways is being consistently traumatized by our current government, by, um, George Floyd's murder and everything that goes along with the treatment of black people and people of color in our country by the pandemic and all of our restrictions and the people who are not observing our restrictions, like we are really feeling traumatized. And so that state of feeling traumatized can also uh, bring up past trauma. And that may be the area that we're looking at in this pressure cooker. You know, again, that can be incredibly hard and remembering to be gentle and loving towards yourself, whether it's a relationship, it's a past trauma, it's a change in career. Um, remembering to take that time, like you said, Jenna, that space for yourself. And that ultimately, hopefully, you know, as we release what doesn't serve us, 
we, it is actually leading to greater clarity about what we need uh, to function, to be a giving person in this world, and also leading to greater freedom. So even though it feels so messy, ultimately the result is that we have greater freedom. And that can allow us to find ways to cultivate joy, to create that balance. And so, Corey, I know you mentioned <laughs> you have something um, exciting and fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I've actually been talking about, I don't know about you, Jenna, but I've been talking about this with my clients a lot this week, mm-hmm. is about the uh, the necessity of actually purposefully cultivating joy. Yeah. So really noticing the areas that bring us joy and specifically cultivating those things. It might be things that, you know, you used to do when you were 15 years old, um, if you're not 15 now. Um, it might be things you uh, used to do 10 years ago and now you're picking them back up. It might be things you've been doing all along, but we're really, really looking at these places that bring us joy and noticing that joy because cultivating that joy is actually what lends the balance to the pressure cooker. Mm-hmm. So rather than just waiting until we randomly feel a moment of joy, which is also lovely, that's okay. Yeah. But, but purposely really noticing the things in our lives that are bringing us joy. And so I can say for myself, um, one of the things that one at one of the things I'm doing is I'm doing a lot of kayaking. And I absolutely mm-hmm. love being on the water and watching the sun go down on the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I feel a sense of freedom mm-hmm. and, um, contentment that that I don't feel maybe at other times which is really amazing and then the other thing is that when I was a kid I loved roller skating and so I have actually ordered a pair of roller skates and because they're in such demand I mean four wheels because that's what people ask me yeah um, not the blades not the blades, not the blades uh, four wheels the blades, and yeah. uh, I ordered them from this co- company called Moxie that we have uh, put up the links to in a couple of our episodes. Um, but the Moxie roller skates and the Moxie roller skating team are so, they're all female, body positive, um, incredibly strong. And these women, man, they go to the skate parks and what they can do is incredible. So I bought myself a pair of roller skates and just the thought of it, just watching these videos of the Moxie skate team in California, mm-hmm just brings me contentment and joy. So, and I know someone else I work with is going back to cross stitching and, you know, people are doing so many different things that really cultivate joy for them. Yeah. I feel like, well, for me, because, (laughs) because I'm pregnant, I wish I could roller skate, but before, (laughs) (laughs) before I was pregnant, um, my husband is a skateboarder, and so sometimes I would try to skate, and that would be fun. Um, that's something that, you know, I wish I could at least play with a little bit. But for me, I like painting. That really brings me joy. I love watercolors. Um, mm. Going on walks is obviously one that's really um, relaxing. And then, of course, things like crocheting or, like, if you want to, like, if you've always wanted to take up a new hobby – and you're interested in exploring it and trying it, like that's something that's also very, it's an exciting time. You know, why not? Yeah, and this is the time to do it. Uh, 
Yeah. So I don't know, Jenna, do you have anything else before we go to our second PRO meditation, pause, relax and open no. meditation? No, I think that's it. We were talking a lot about um, the kind of creating more freedom and space and intentionally creating joy to create that. Balance. Right. To create that balance and also just being really gentle and understanding with yourself if you're feeling super messy and also that the things that are arising during this time of pressure cooker are really important for us to take a look at and and releasing what isn't working for us and really trying to cultivate what is working for us. Mm-hmm. Jenna is going to lead us through our closing pause, relax, and open meditation. Jenna, I will get the bells ready for you. Perfect. So now is actually a great time to, wherever you are, get comfortable so we can set you up in your meditation posture, Uh, whether you're sitting in a chair or lying down, finding a comfortable space. If you're lying down, having your arms open, your legs open, relaxed, maybe slightly tucking something behind your neck, whether that's a rolled up towel or a small pillow if you need that. If you're sitting in a chair, just firmly planting your feet on the ground, relaxing your arms down by your sides, shoulders open and back, and your chin slightly tucked. And at the sound of the bells, we will begin our PLO meditation. So in this moment, coming into stillness, or pause. Pausing here, noticing the breath, this movement, or other things in your environment that may be moving, but knowing that in this moment you have the intention of being still in your body just noticing the breath and not changing it just observing it as it is and through pause we have the ability to bring in the intention of relaxation or to relax and so Moving into our next word in our meditation of relax. Noticing in this moment of stillness, if there is any tension in your body in this moment. And maybe not, and that's okay. And so noticing if there's any tension in our jaw, our shoulders, our back, our stomach, our hips or our legs, our fingers or our toes. And if so, maybe inviting in a softening of those areas of the body or area. And if that's not something that's doable today, that's okay. 
but just knowing that in this moment of stillness, you're noticing that tension and you have the intention of being relaxed. And through stillness and through having the intention of relaxation and slowing down, we have the ability to become more open. And so moving into our final word in our PRO meditation of open, in this moment we have the ability through stillness, through relaxation, through maybe opening our shoulders or becoming open to our breathing, we have the ability to accept what is in this moment. Not trying to change it or to control it in any way, but just being here now. And just noticing what is. And focusing back on the breath before the end of our pause, relax, open meditation. Coming back to your breath as an anchor, knowing it is always there for you throughout the day to have a moment of stillness or softening or relaxation or opening. And at the sound of the bells, we will end our meditation for today. All right. All right, Jenna. Thank you so much. That was wonderful. Yeah. So this is. Corey Graycheck and Jenna Cotton. And we are signing off. Uh, thank you so much for listening to us today. Uh, we're so grateful to all of our listeners. And uh, we hope that you have a wonderful week. Take good care and stay safe. Signing off from Shift Happens. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bless.